0: Let not your heart be troubled. You are listening to the Sean Hannity Radio Show Podcast. All right, so I have insomnia, but I've never slept better. And what's changed? Just a pillow. It's had such a positive impact on my life, and of course, I'm talking about my pillow. I fall asleep faster, I stay asleep longer, and now you can too. Just go to mypillow.com or call 800-919-6090. Use the promo code Hannity. And Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has the special four-pack. Now you get 40% off two My Pillow premiums and two Go Anywhere Pillows. Now My Pillow is made here in the USA, has a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee, and a 10-year warranty. All right, glad you're with us. Happy Tuesday. What is Tuesday? What a news day we have. And write down our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. Yeah, we've got a 25-year-old contractor in Georgia that has been arrested and uh, for leaking top-secret NSA documents on Russian hacking. I have so much to say on this that I think is going to be very different from analysis you might be getting elsewhere, especially in the mainstream media, one of our top stories today. I am so angry. I it I am almost apoplectic that you have jihadis living next door. It's sort of like the real housewives, except jihadis. A a where you have one of the attackers that for a full year, is out there saying Sharia is coming to 10 Downey Street and under the ISIS flag and threatening the people of Great Britain. They never arrested this idiot. And now we're also learning that Italian officials knew all about one of the other people of the three involved in the terrorist attack on London Bridge on Saturday. I am, how can you be so stupid? How can governments be this dumb? And this slow and this this app, there is absolutely no excuse for this. Now, we're going to get to that. Um, I want to get to and start with so much is being made about James Comey. James Comey is testifying on Thursday. Now, we have played over and over again and Clapper and Comey and Brennan and Let's see, Admiral Rogers and uh, Mark Warner from just this weekend and Diane Feinstein and Maxine Waters and Joe Manchin and all these Democrats. Every single one of them has said, in spite of the black helicopter tinfoil hat conspiracies you always hear, they've all said the same thing. No evidence of Trump collusion with Russia. Vladimir Putin. All right, I don't trust Vladimir, but he's now said it. Said it. I guess, Sunday night. And then, of course, uh, I've interviewed Julian Assange. It's not Russia. And if there's one person in the world that knows it's Julian Assange of WikiLeaks, he knows who the leaker was because he runs WikiLeaks for the DNC emails, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that supposedly the Trump-Russia collusion was responsible for. So it's gone on for thousands and thousands and thousands of hours with no evidence and the media has been literally wetting their pants in anticipation of what james comey might suggest on thursday because after all the new york times leaked an article and in the article uh we find out that james comey in january had met with with president trump and in january wrote himself a memo and The memo suggested that Trump was trying to get him to stop the investigation and obstruct justice in the General Flynn case by saying, well, I just hope this ends for the guy. I just hope it's over. He's, you know, probably saying something to the effect he's this guy suffered so much, you know, not saying to stop it. And as a matter of fact, James Comey, four and a half months later, said nobody's ever tried to get him to obstruct justice. Nobody. Here's what he said. In so May. If the attorney general or senior officials at the Department
1: of Justice opposes a specific investigation, can they halt that FBI investigation?
2: In theory, yes.
1: Has it happened?
2: Not in my experience, because it would be a big deal to tell the FBI to stop doing something that, without an appropriate purpose. I mean, we're oftentimes they give us opinions that we don't see a case there, and so you ought to stop investing resources in it. But I'm talking about a situation where we were told to stop something for a political reason. That would be a very big deal. It's not happened in my experience.
0: Not happened in my experience. Not my experience. It would have been a big deal to tell the FBI to stop. He said that on May 3rd. He met with President Trump in January, and whoever the unnamed source to the New York Times was never got it right. Now, here's why this is important. This just broke about 30 minutes ago on ABC News. And what have I been telling you? I've been saying there's no way Comey can say what everybody thinks in the media he's going to say, because if he does, he will have violated the law and committed a felony. 18 U.S. Code 4 which is a felony and can put you to prison because if somebody had done what the New York Times is suggesting, he might have written to self, memo to self. Now he's since been fired. He's now disgruntled. He's now angry at Trump. He's probably pissed off. He feels his reputation has been ruined, blah, blah, blah. But he still can't go out and say in January, Trump asked me to obstruct justice on Flynn when he's on tape in May saying, not my experience. Never been my experience. That would have been a big deal to tell the FBI to stop. So now 30 minutes ago, ABC's making the biggest deal. Exclusive. James Comey will stop short of saying Trump obstructed justice in the Flynn probe. Of course he's going to stop short of it. But they make it sound so nefarious. But he, he came awfully close to the line. But he's going to stop short, isn't he? In other words, Comey can't say it. Because number one, he's contradicting his own words that I just played for you. And number two, that he's admitting to have committed a felony, which would have meant he then could be prosecuted and sent to jail. Now, I'm sure James Comey is a lot of things and confused is certainly one of them. I mean, this this guy is the most all over the map, seemingly influenced by politics, FBI director I've ever seen in my life, which is a shame. Because other people early on had said, hey, he's a, he's a straight-up guy, straight shooter. And I don't think he turned out to be such a straight shooter, my opinion. Anyway, so the ABC piece, because, well, there will be much in the former FD, F- FBI director's, James Comey's, upcoming congressional testimony that will make the White House uncomfortable. But he will stop short of saying the president interfered with the agency's probe into the former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, a source of, familiar with Comey's thinking told ABC. They now they're, they're trying to kind of scare the president and scare the administration. This is the same guy who won't answer questions as circuitnews.com pointed out to the, to the Senate Intel community when they sent questions. I'm a private citizen. I don't have to do crap. I don't have to answer anything. So is he is he now going out there and shopping venues where he thinks he'll be treated more favorably? I don't know what he's doing. I have no idea. Although Comey has told associates He will not accuse the president of obstructing justice. He will dispute the president's contention that Comey told him three times he is not under investigation. Oh, okay. Really? Well, I guess it's he said, she said, isn't it? And one's a disgruntled, fired ex-employee. And one seems to have a political agenda in this case. That's Comey. The president allegedly said he opened. He hoped Comey would drop the Flynn investigation request that concerned Comey enough that he documented the conversation in a memo shortly after speaking with the president in the memo, according to sources close to Comey. In other words, Comey leaked it. In other words, the unnamed source is probably Comey or Comey surrogate. I'm just but again, it's unnamed. So how would we possibly ever know? I hope you can see your way clear to letting this go, to letting Flynn go. Well, that would be exactly what Flynn said never happened. Not my experience. That would have been a big deal. So the request made Comey uncomfortable, but sources tell ABC News that Comey has told associates he will not accuse the president of obstructing justice. He's not going to Congress to make accusations about the president's intent. Instead, he is there to share his concerns Oh, his liberal agenda? How about my concerns about him letting Hillary Clinton commit felonies, him laying out a case of Hillary committing felonies, and him deciding, and it's not even his role to decide, we even have a process for recusal in the case of the attorney general who met on the plane with Bill Clinton just days before she decided, Loretta Lynch, to let the Clintons off the hook. So Comey decides to just go out there and say, well, we will clear her anyway. That's not his job. That's not his function. That's not his role. Never has been. So anyway, he's not going to Congress make these accusations, um, but he will tell the committee what made him uneasy and why he felt the need to write a memo. Well, I want to know, did he write other memos? Did he write memos about Hillary? Is he just going to selectively leak the Trump memo? Did he write uh, memos in his time with Barack Hussein Obama? Did he, you know, some legal experts telling ABC News that Trump's request as detailed in the memo which ABC nor the New York Times has seen could meet the legal definition of obstruction. It's not the legal definition. What he said in May was incontrovertible, unequivocal that nothing happened with the Trump meeting. You know, and the DOJ never told Comey of concerns before axing him. Well, it's the same thing with, oh, by the way, the 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 deputy attorney general, uh, what's his name, Rosenstein, well, he said he was going to quit until somebody interviewed Rosenstein. The Washington Post, like the New York Times, unnamed sources, they got that wrong. And just like they got wrong, well, just before Comey left, he had requested more money for the Russia investigation. Well, that didn't happen either, according to McNabe, who replaced Comey. It's This, this is just crap. All of this, and, and your media... What do they focus on? I'll play it later in the, Let's see. All right, places, everybody, places, places. Young children, you get in front, and please no fidgeting. Please, no fidgeting. Okay. Ready? Fake news. Hold no, no, no. Hold your placards here so we can see your face and the placard that bashes Trump.
3: This is CNN.
0: Fake fake news three, two, one, action. Of course, they're hard-hitting reporting on. Trump gets two scoops of ice cream, everyone else gets one scoop of ice cream, or their hard-hitting analysis of the president: does he have a hand phobia, or the president: does he have a fear of of stairs phobia and a fear of ramps phobia? I'll play all those later in the program. This is, and then, of course, we got all the black helicopter coverage, twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five, and of course, let's see: Clapper, Comey, uh, Admiral Rogers, and Brennan, and and. You know, Warner and and Feinstein and Manchin and Waters. No, there's no evidence of collusion. But there's a lot of smoke worthy of thousands of hours of coverage. You know what this all is? They want to and have wanted to since Election Day because these people never thought that Donald Trump could win. They want to delegitimize him. They want to, if they can get rid of him, they want as much collateral damage as possible that, you know, why, why do you think we're under more fire than we've ever been? By the way, I got my third audit now by the IRS since Trump's elected. Third audit today. Third IRS audit. And I'm going to be public with all of it because I pay my taxes. I think maybe the deep state inside the IRS may hate me. I'm beginning to think they got an agenda. Never, ever have I been short of my taxes ever in my life. Not a penny. And the percentage I pay is Insane. But we'll put that off for another day. I will be talking about it because, you know what, it seems just too coincidental. You think taking me out, trying to take me out is coincidental? You think going after Ivanka and Jared and Melania and, and Barron and, and Reince and Bannon and Miller and Kellyanne, you think it's all just coincidence? What do you think? They want to, they wanna A, delegitimize him, B, they want to at least stop his agenda, and C, they want to manufacture something to get them out of office and overturn an election that you, the American people, wanted. These are the times we live in. Hey, with optimism once again on the rise in America, the working people of this country are more important than ever. Well, now they have a podcast that celebrates them and tells their stories on the job from hired to retired. Well, it's a new podcast from our friends at Express Employment Professionals that digs into the lives of men and women at work and explores their journeys as they fight to make the American dream a reality. On the Job takes the listener through the ups and downs of making a living in America. Now, check out the new podcast On the Job from Hired to Retired on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Or just go to expresspros.com slash podcast for more information. All right, hang on. The president, it looks like he is, I think, in the Oval Office or the Roosevelt Room. Anyway, he's apparently meeting with GOP leaders ahead of the Comey testimony Thursday. Here's what he's saying.
4: This is what an unbelievable team. We'll know soon. (laughs) We have a great team. And it's wonderful to be here this afternoon
0: with the Republican leadership, House and Senate, including Speaker Ryan, Leader McConnell, Leader McCarthy, Senator Cornyn, Representative Scalise, thank you all for being here. I greatly appreciate it. In just
4: a short time, the election, since the election, we have achieved truly incredible gains for the American people. We've already added more than one million new
0: jobs and it's going up very fast. You see the new reports coming out, going up very, very fast. All right, he actually said, so what he, he goes into the things to... that he's saying here, he just, and it's a very quick comment that he makes, but he actually said, well, I wish Comey luck, which I thought was pretty entertaining. Now, I'm going to get into this 25-year-old federal worker arrested for leaking top-secret NSA documents on Russian hacking. I, I want to tell you a couple of things here. One, I t- want to tell you what it is not. As press reports claiming today, the NSA report shows voting, vote machine hacking. That's not true. The report claims attempts to fish voter registration outfits. What also is missing from this, remember the the WikiLeaks Vault 7 release? Has anyone forgotten that the CIA has tools to put the fingerprints of any of their work onto the onto an, uh, any other country that they desire. I, you don't know in the end where any of this comes from. How is a 25-year-old contractor have access to top-secret information? I have a take on this that I believe is very different than what you're going to hear. By the way, the, the NBC News points out most of these NSA analysts are hired fresh out of high school. And the leaked NSA report does not support the Democrats' claim that Russia rigged the vote. And we'd already been told elsewhere, and otherwise, no votes were impacted. Just like we've been told, there's been no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion. This is now a mass media psychosis. And I'm telling you what it's rooted in. They don't want this president to succeed. They don't want this president to... They they would like to stop his agenda from ever being implemented. And if possible, they would like to overturn the results of an election, a freely elected president. And they want to damage everybody around the president or that even likes the president. I'll explain when we get back. First,
4: we cannot say they they did not change any uh, vote tallies or or anything of that sort. Do you have any evidence that Russia cyber actors change vote tallies in the state of Michigan
0: no I do not but I would highlight we're in foreign intelligence organization not a domestic intelligence organization so it would be fair to say we are probably not the best organization to provide a more complete answer how about the state of Pennsylvania
4: no sir the state of Wisconsin no sir state of Florida
0: no sir the
4: state of North Carolina no sir the state of Ohio no sir so, so you have no intelligence that suggests or evidence that su- suggests any votes were changed? I have nothing generated by the National Security Agency, sir. Director Comey, do you have any evidence at the FBI that any votes were changed in the states that I mentioned to Admiral Rogers? No.
0: All right, that was Clapper. That was Comey. And who was the other one? Uh, Admiral Rogers. <laughs> no evidence at all. No evidence of collusion. No evidence of that. All right. You know, and and the press reports today are that claiming the NSA report that was leaked by this twenty-five-year-old woman that worked had top-secret clearance. That uh, in fact, well, we, she was arrested for leaking top-secret NSA documents on Russia hacking. So you would think, but the press reports today claiming the NSA report showed vote machine hacking is false. What, it, what the report shows and claims are attempts, and they believe by Russia, totally putting aside a possibility that there is the technology available, that, that we can actually put the fingerprints of any country we want on any attack, but putting that aside for a minute. But the report claims that attempts to fish voter registration outfits took place. So let's start there. I have a very different take on this than I think you're going to get from the media. And I, I, got, I, got, I got to get you to stick with me here because it gets a little complicated. And I, I just don't believe that this 25-year-old girl is, who's been all over social media, I mean virulently anti-Trump, is the top of the food chain. You know, the great white shark would be at the very, very top. She's like a minnow at the bottom of the food chain. And I'm not saying this to be insulting. It raises questions about okay, how does somebody as a contractor, 25 years old, that's so viciously anti-Trump and has an agenda, have access to this stuff? Because you're kind of looking for non-political people you can trust that have access to top secret, you know, information. I I was was, NBC News. You know, how in God's name does a 25-year-old Trump hater who sympathized, you know, according to one quote, with, with radicals? get a a security clearance high enough to allow her to become an analyst for the NSA. Now, what's amazing is, according to an NSA expert contacted by NBC News, quote, most NSA analysts are hired, quote, fresh out of high school. Oh, those are people we should trust with our our nation's top security secrets. You know, what did I say about Julian Assange that got people so angry? I said he did us a favor. Now, he's in his 40s now, 45, I think. What What? He was 16 and he hacked NASA. He was 16 and he hacked the DOD. All right, like it or don't like it, at least we've been aware that cybersecurity is a big issue for a long, 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 long time. And at some point, you got to say, well, the government bears responsibility for not beefing it up. And, of course, he showed us corruption at a level that even I, my whole career, 30 years in radio, have known that big government is corrupt and and. And just, in many ways, hurtful, not helpful. And now I see exactly how corrupt it is, and its I've never thought it could be this bad. Anyway, according to NBC News, the vast majority of people who do the National Securities Intercept work and translate and analyze, they're fresh out of high school. Look, there are thousands and thousands of 18- to 21-year-olds doing critically important and secret work around the world. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm not saying that there's not some really brilliant, bright, smart, talented, gifted 18 to 21-year-old kids out of high school. But I'm also saying, you know, does anybody get a top security clearance these days? Anyway, the NSA is a military intelligence agency, and they work on the front lines. And by the way, 99.9%, everyone forgets this. We need intelligence gathering in an evil world of ISIS and radical Islamists. We need to gather intelligence when intelligence gathering becomes weaponized against American citizens and their Fourth Amendment constitutional rights and the right to, you know, you're literally targeting a an opposition party campaign and surveilling them under the guise of national security gathering and under the guise of of doing it for national security purposes. And the same with the Trump transition team. And then you're unmasking at a rate in an election cycle at 350% higher than you did before. This gets very alarming. And then when you start leaking intelligence, which is a f- felony and a violation of federal law, then that's even a bigger deal. But anyway, it was... You know, this girl, winner uh, who served in the Air Force and from 2010 to 2016, found her way to a job as a contractor at an NSA facility in Georgia and a cryptologic uh, language analyst, I guess is what they call this, for the Air Force. She was fluent in languages of Afghanistan. She was arrested at her home for leaking a document about Russian hacking and the U.S. electoral system, but is not as it has been presented to the American public. Now, you know, it's not really just her age. It's how can you be so political and be in this position? Because if you're that political and you're saying all these crazy things online, which she did, you know, then that's a risk. And by the way, here's another piece of news that was actually picked up by Bloomberg and something I observed. You know, Democrats are claiming that a top secret NSA file, the one that was released by this girl arrested... You know, a Trump-hating security contractor contains compelling evidence that Russia attempted to rig the actual vote counts in last year's election. And it, it, it bolsters the claims that Russia's meddling on President Trump's behalf was far deeper and more successful than previously acknowledged. In other words, we're right back to the same crap we've been hearing from unnamed sources and the Washington Post getting it wrong on the deputy attorney general saying that he was about to quit and then somebody interviewed him and said, never mind, that never happened, I'd never threaten to quit. Or that Comey, before he was fired, wanted more money for the Russia investigation, no, that didn't happen either. Or the fact that it's leaked by probably Comey or somebody close to him, that he has a memo that says Trump obstructed justice. The only problem is he said in May that he didn't, and he also would have committed a felony. But yet when those stories broke at 545, that one week every day it was blown up like this is the second coming of impeachment of Richard Nixon because the media is so, you know, they're so obsessed with two scoops instead of one and sprinkles or no sprinkles on ice cream. And whether or not the president has a hand phobia or a ramp phobia or a stairs phobia, I, I've never heard such crap. And then you got CNN manufacturing, I, I mean, literally orchestrating a, a shoot To create an image. Anyway, according to uh, Bloomberg, the leaked report, the Russian military intelligence, the GRU, ran a, a spear phishing campaign, as I just said. Now, that spear phishing campaign targeted the employees of what is known as VR systems, a voting hardware software producer, and one of its employees' accounts was apparently compromised. Okay. Then the hackers used the harvested credentials to trap local government officials in, in charge of organizing elections. And emails coming, you know, credibly from a VR systems employee contain malware that would have allowed Russian intelligence to control the computers of those local officials. The NSA doesn't seem to have determined at all, and as a matter of fact, they didn't, where whether the hackers managed any of this stuff. But here's the reality, and Bloomberg points it out. Even if the allegedly Russia-affiliated hackers, in other words, it wasn't a malware fingerprint issue, got into the computers of the local officials in the states where VR systems technology was used, guess what? Bloomberg, they could not have changed the election outcome. Results? In the only states that use VR equipment and software, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, New York, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, were not challenged. They yielded no surprises compared with polling data. Clinton carried Illinois, New York, California, and Virginia, far behind in Indiana, West Virginia, and it's difficult to go, difficult to suspect the results were tweaked. Now Trump did one North Carolina and Florida, but the big surprises, the ones that clinched it. We're not those states. They would be Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. No conspiracy here, except that the media tells you there is. Now, let me take it a step further, and we'll check in at the top of the hour with John Solomon of Circa News. They have an explosive new lawsuit filed by a former U.S. intelligence agent that claims the former FBI director, James Comey, actually covered up evidence that Donald Trump, as well as other prominent Americans, were spied on by intelligence agencies during the Obama administration. Hello? Bigger story here. Pay attention. Former U.S. intelligence contractors sued the FBI director, James Comey, and other current and ex-government officials, alleging the Bureau's covered-up evidence provided to agents that show widespread illegal spying on Americans. The suit filed late last night. By Dennis Montgomery, who was assigned to the same federal judge who has already ruled that some of the NSA's collection of data on Americans violates the U.S. Constitution's Fourth Amendment. Oh, boy. I guess that's not good for people involved here. Setting up an intriguing legal proceeding in the nation's capital this summer. Now, get this documents obtained by Circa News outside of the lawsuit actually show the U.S. attorney's office in Washington in 2015 approving a grant of limited immunity for Montgomery. So this guy Montgomery could explain how he managed to walk out of his contract work for several U.S. intelligence agencies, 47 hard drives of highly classified documents, which, by the way, would be a security breach potentially larger than Edward Snowden. And the documents show the FBI agents interviewing Montgomery on videotape for several hours and collected the 47 hard drives. Now, the FBI contacts with Montgomery were encouraged by a senior status federal judge who encouraged the two sides to meet rather than allow for any of the classified materials to leak, according to. Interviews by Circa, now Montgomery's lawsuit, which included his lawyer, the well-known conservative activist Larry Klayman, alleges that Montgomery provided extensive evidence to the FBI of the illegal spying on Americans, ranging from judges to businessmen like the future president of the United States, Donald Trump. That's interesting. Now Montgomery divulged to an FBI a pattern and practice of conducting illegal unconstitutional surveillance against Millions of Americans, including prominent Americans like the Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court and other justices and 156 judges and prominent businessmen like Trump, as well as plaintiffs themselves. Holy, he told this to the FBI. What did Comey do? Plaintiffs were assured that the FBI, under the defendant Comey, would conduct a full investigation into the grave instances of illegal and unconstitutional activity. Set forth by Montgomery. Now that to me is more interesting. Let me just say this. All right. She leaked the document. Okay. She, you know, no votes were impacted. We just played that for you. She's a huge Bernie supporter. Why does a huge Bernie supporter have access to all this? Here's what I'm not buying. I'm not buying that some 25-year-old contractor in Georgia, a big Bernie supporter, Social media user, Trump hater, is the deep state. She's the minnow state of the deep state. She's not the great white of the deep state. And now my thoughts here go randomly. And I'd like to, and this, by the way, for those of you that are conspiracy theorists, this is not a conspiracy, I'm asking a question. I want to know the answer to this. I want to know how these people have intelligence clearances like this. I want to know. Issues like, you know, why was executive order 12 triple three changed? I want to know why at the end of Obama's administration, 17 agencies now had access to material he never wanted them to have during his years in office. I want to know, you know. In, you know, and I know 99 percent of those that work in the intelligence community are good. And by the way, now you have Michael Moore launching Trumpy leaks website for whistleblowers. Oh, is he encouraging lawbreaking? breaking? course michael wants other people to do it so his fat ass doesn't have to end up in jail himself let's get other suckers to do it for me such a such a pathetic hypocrite you know the press just lies they manufacture and then even now they're backing down on this whole oh the nsa shows voter machine hacking do these people do any research do they read it all you know every day we're now Literally giving you news and information you can't and won't get anywhere else because they're so corrupt. They're so on edge with this Trump Russia. We got to delegitimize it. We got to stop the agenda and hopefully get as much collateral damage. And and an impeachment trial would be awesome. So let's go all full in black helicopter tinfoil hat conspiracy. Never mind the fact that the leaked NSA uh, report does not support the Democrats' claim. That Russia rigged the vote. It's just a crock. But, of course, you won't get that on fake news CNN, fake news NBC. We'll continue. John Solomon's next. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show, two top stories. Obviously, how is it possible that jihadis living next door could literally be on TV a year with the ISIS flag threatening their country? And then, of course, nobody arrests them. It's insane. And, of course, our top story is what we have been talking about today, and that is, all right, so this report that Russian intelligence agents hacked a U.S. voting system manufacturer in the weeks leading up to a 2016 uh, uh, election, the 2016 election, according to a brand new national security agency investigative report that was leaked To The Intercept, and uh, of course, when you actually get to the bottom of it, well, who is the leaker? It's a 25-year-old Bernie Sanders supporter who is out there publicly resisting Donald Trump. And one of the big questions is, how did she ever have access to this level of intelligence? And number two... Um, Is this really the deep state or are we talking about a minnow that perhaps had access to information and we'll find out over time that she otherwise would not have ever had access to had Executive Order 12333 been changed by then President Obama two weeks before he left office. Well, there's only one person to really ask about these important issues, and that's John Solomon with Circa News, Circa.com, and also he has a new column out today in the lead-up to James Comey and his testimony on Thursday. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing well. It's been an interesting 24 hours.
0: Okay, so this this 25-year-old woman gets arrested, and my first question is, okay, how did she get top security clearance? She's a contractor. And do you think it's possible, and are you going to dig into the idea that maybe... In 2011, what you'd written extensively about, and that was the changing of the executive order in uh, 12333 and the expansion. Of, of many agencies now having access to information that they didn't previously have access to was perhaps some of the sharks at the top of the food chain hoping that somebody like this 25-year-old girl would emerge? Or am I a conspiracy theorist?
2: Yeah, I think on this one, she worked for a federal contractor that, given the nature of the contractor's work, probably would have had access to top-secret information. And I think, you know, if you look at the, the, the mass amount of leaks that we have suffered in the last five to eight, ten years, uh, a lot of them have occurred at the contractor level. And that is something that the government does not have a handle on. We do not have a good sense of uh, who has access, whether they really need that access, and how easy it may be for them to walk out of a document or email a document from a top-secret system. If the Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, could be moving classified emails in her private email, you can imagine how loose things downstream from senior officials things may be. And I think we have a good episode today. We're reporting right now that there's a new lawsuit out there from a former NSA contractor who says that James Comey has been covering up uh, and the FBI has been covering up civil liberties violations. But here's the most amazing thing about the man: he walked out the door from the NSA, the CIA, and the FBI with more classified documents than Edward Snowden. Now, how can that be possible? And I think that I think when you look at the contractor levels, uh, there's probably a lot of looseness in our security regulations right now. Well,
0: that's the heart of your report today. They have a former U.S. intelligence contractor suing uh, the fired FBI director Comey and. In- other current and ex-government officials alleging the Bureau's covered up evidence provided to agents showing widespread illegal spying on Americans. Now, yeah. and, and that you're not the only one that is saying this, but you seem to be the only one getting to the bottom of it. How bad was this, well, and is this?
2: I, if his if his allegations are true, and this case has been assigned, ironically, to the very federal judge who's already concluded once that the NSA was violating American civil liberties, Judge Richard Leon, a very well respected judge in D.C., this case is going to land on his desk, and uh, you know if this uh, uh, if this uh, contractor is telling us the truth, there may be a much larger. A co- consumption and distribution of Americans' private information through intercepts that is being sent around the government. And I think the most important thing about Dennis Montgomery, that's the contractor's name, is that in 2015, he came into the FBI and said, I walked out of the NSA, CI, and FBI with 47 hard drives of classified information. Just, it's mind-boggling, 47 hard drives of this. And, uh, and the FBI gave him immunity, took the information back, and listened to him in a series of interviews. They took him real seriously. And I think that That gives him some standing in this lawsuit to wonder what was on those hard drives, and what does he know that's not public?
0: Wow. Now, I want to go to the the depth of your article today. So, anyway, in the suit filed late last night, the guy's name is Dennis Montgomery. Right. And you talk about the same federal judge who already ruled against the NSA. Right. And, in other words, that the collection of data has violated the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. But, anyway, you saw these documents outside of the lawsuit. We did. That showed the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington in 2015 approved a grant of limited immunity from Montgomery. Why don't you explain it yourself instead of me just saying?
2: Sure. What it means is that you know he could have theoretically been prosecuted, just like Edward Snowden may one day be prosecuted for uh, improperly removing classified information from these government facilities. So his lawyer, Larry Kleiman, uh, arranged for him not to, to get prosecuted for that and to return the data. He, uh, he says he took the data because he became concerned about the extent that the US government was spying on Americans now we interviewed him and we did a lot of work over the last few weeks not knowing this lawsuit was coming we had just heard about him through different sources and we corroborated that he had been interviewed by the FBI that he turned over these uh, hard drives that he, in fact he was like another Edward Snowden that no one had ever heard of yeah and uh, and uh, now he, he comes forward and says that what I really knew about was extensive civil liberties violations the very sort of stuff that you and I've been talking about for
0: the last few weeks let me let me go back to this this woman that was arrested for just yeah. a second here Sure. she's 25 years old okay right. she's a con- part of a contracting operation okay right. understand security clearances are needed d- different levels of it but she got a top security clearance and what i'm trying to understand is she's on social media all over the place that's right bernie supporter trashing trump trashing him yes at some point, doesn't anybody pay attention that maybe this is not the right person that has access that's to... That's a great question, Sean. Yeah, that's, that, question, that's what Sean? I do for a living, you know. <laughs> On
2: circuit.com. There's a, a, apparently a social post that one of our reporters found that said that she, if if Iran and the U.S. got into war, she would prefer to side with Iran. That's a person that apparently had a security clearance and was describing allegiance to one of our mortal enemies. I think that uh, you you have your finger on this sort of laissez faire. All right, let,
0: let's take her out of this yeah. for a second. Sure. Okay. Now, when they changed Executive Order 12 triple three, right. And they allowed the sharing of intelligence that had not been previously shared with, what, 17 agencies now. Remember right. that? Okay. Right, right. All right. Do you not think that the the top of the food chain probably was hoping – now, let's take this case out of it. Okay. That probably somebody that ideologically maybe matched up with her, somebody that perhaps had agendas that we didn't know about, was very likely, because there would be so many more people that had access to intelligence they never had access to before, that they would – likely do something like this don't you think that's a pretty good bet i do
2: You know, here's the sad part. We don't know the answer to that, and we should. And that raises the question, is Congress really doing a good investigation here? All we have is a single document with uh, the administration's signature on it saying we're making this change. No one's actually understood, was it necessary? Why did we do it? Why did it happen at the last minute? I think these are all great questions. The fact that we don't know the motivation more than than just that one document is a problem with our oversight. People are not doing the sort of oversight in Congress that would give us answers and give us, you know, if it was a good reason to do it, we would know and we'd feel better. But we don't know the answer. And we've been talking about that order for, what, six months now? We still don't know the answer why he did it. And I think that
0: that. But it does. It doesn't make sense, does does. it? And and just like, for example, you have reported and Sarah Carter reported, you know, this 350 percent increase in an election season, meaning 2015 and 16 of unmasking. And it only seems to be against Republicans and lawmakers and Trump transition people and Trump campaign people.
2: Well, there may be a lot more people because there were thirty five thousand people whose names were searched. And that—that by the way, did you ever find out if mine is one of them? I have not, but we continue to ask the question. And, uh, well, and I mean, I think, that's
0: the least you could do, considering I'm like your number one fan. Yeah, we should definitely—we are asking the question. And you know what,
2: Dennis Montgomery may have that answer. I'm going to tell you an amazing anecdote. Sarah went out to interview him. I wish she could be on the call because she'll do it uh, greater justice. But he tells this anecdote that he's sitting in this classified building where this computer, the supercomputer, is processing all this data about Americans, and a a general walks in and wants to check out his daughter's new boyfriend and runs him through the system to find out any derogatory information they can find about it. If that is going on in the name of governments, in the name of national security, if that anecdote is true and can be corroborated, you could just imagine what potential abuses are are possible in the system. And when we heard this story, it it brought chills to uh, uh, to our, our spine. We couldn't not believe that he witnessed something as uh, like that
0: yeah all right so at the end of the day we don't really know but you certainly accept my theory as a possibility and it's not a conspiracy theory i'm just think it just makes sense that that if you're going to now allow the the highest level of security clearance to all these other people that there's a far greater likelihood of leaks which we have seen yeah. which by the way i would argue that 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 1.1 percent of deep state saboteurs, those that have abused intelligence gathering for political purposes, and I do believe it's a very tiny percentage, but a very powerful percentage, that they would want this type of chaos that has been created by them, wouldn't they?
2: Well, I will say this. Uh, Every one of the major leaks that have occurred, Bradley Manning, uh, Edward Snowden, and now this woman today, all occurred at a very low level rank, with very high level security clans. And that ought to be disturbing to Americans, that we can't ensure security at that level, that we're giving it to people downstream. But, you know, let's go backwards. If it was laissez-faire for Hillary Clinton at the highest levels of government, you must assume that it has to be laissez-faire downstream from her. And I think that until we get a handle on this, the government is going to continue to suffer lots more leaks, all harming our national security.
0: I don't know if you read it, but if you look at this particular document that alleges the the Russian uh, GRU is and, and Kremlin interference, but if you actually look at it, The report does not claim that voting machines were hacked. And by the way, we were told by James Clapper himself that no votes had been impacted. Yep. And, you know, it's now it's sort of like just the advancement of of more conspiracy without evidence.
2: Yeah, and the question is, there's probably more harm to our ability to spy on the GRU going forward than anything this revelation could have provided to the public. And that is one of the problems with some of these leaks. Now, people are leaking just because they can, without any regard for the we in America, the national security part. And I think that's why people in both parties are, are rightly outraged that this leaking has gone on unabated for now, 10 years. I mean, from Snowden, you know, we glorify people like Snowden with, with, movies and and bradley manning and chelsea manning whatever he or her name is today we we look at these things uh there's too much glorification and not enough you know
0: i one of the john one of the things i've said on this program i said well julian assange has done america a favor yeah okay number one he exposed corruption at levels that i don't think anybody anticipated he also did another favor if he at 16 is breaking into to NASA and breaking into the DOD. And if he also reveals in the CIA Vault 7 that they have the ability to actually leak from within our own government again, I'm talking about the sure. 00.1% that I right, think right. are guilty here the deep state trying to hurt the president and that they can actually put the fingerprints of any country they want on leaking and on intelligence uh, that they themselves gathered. There's no accountability ever if somebody has that capability, and, and I don't know how you get to the truth and get to the bottom of all this in the end.
2: That's a great point. We don't know, and our tactics are so far advanced in the era of digital espionage that uh, we do not know what our government's capable of or how they're using it. We hope they're using it well, and, and, and these brave men and women that serve in the intelligence and military do a great job protecting you know. us. But whenever you have this much power, there's always the potential for abuse. And that's why more oversight and more answers to the sort of questions that you've been asking and other great people have asking, Senator Wyden, Senator Palm have been asking these questions for a long time. I think the American public deserves some more answers. And I hope that this spate of stories that we're all talking about will lead to more answers.
0: All right, John, so, you know, you did really well without Sarah. I'm very impressed.
2: I got to tell you, it's not the same not
0: having her on the phone, though. <laughs> you guys are a great team. All right, John Thanks Solomon, you thank you. 800 941 Sean, our toll free telephone number. All right, let's get to our busy telephones here. Toll free, our telephone number is 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, by the way, n- Nigel Farage, how is it you have jihadis next door, a guy that supports Sharia and the ISIS flag? And they never arrested this guy or threw him out of Great Britain. It is insanity on steroids. All right, let's get to our busy uh, phones here. As we say hi for to uh, Patrick is in Birmingham in Alabama. What's up, Patrick? How are you? I live 90 miles north of you. If you go down 65 or go up 65 from where you are in uh, Athens, Alabama, where there's Oh, a, yes, yes. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, on my uh, uh, quick break at uh, work. <laughs> oh, good for you. I'm glad you called. What's going on?
4: Well uh, uh I caught caught the uh, the end of your show yesterday talking about uh uh the voice of James Earl Jones and and how uh you know a uh, well, a voice like his on CNN would not be allowed today because it's too masculine and too uh you know it intimidates the beta males that that uh they have on there and and uh there was just there'd be no way they would
0: let a manly man on 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 CNN or and MSNBC. I don't know if I'm going to say. I mean, I, I I don't know who does their voiceovers now. I look. I just because I'm in the radio business and people that have those deep, resonating, you know, voices. Exactly. Like,
3: this is CNN. This is CNN.
0: I mean, there's such power and and resonance in that voice that I just like blown away. And it's like when my buddy Scott Shannon calls. I don't know if you heard me say this. Hannity, it's Shannon. What's up, my brother? Listen, listen. That was great stuff, but you need to shut up. I love you. Bye. That's what he does. He cracks me up all the time.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just uh, uh, when you really think
0: about it, it, it's the man's man, especially in... in, in I don't know end, about right? it. I Look, I'm not getting into he, all that. He, I, listen, being attacked. Look, I... I'm not looking at the voice. I'm looking at the idea. Really, you got a, a, a host at CNN calling the president a, a, a piece of shh, and actually said the same thing about me. And then you got places, everybody, fake news. Three, two, one, action. Really, that's news. Just as, it's so despicable that people don't have any faith in these people anymore. All right, quick break. We will come back. Allahu Akbar. I just want to speak to a rabbit cool. and a call from the end of the party. Say more. You may have had, someone had an ISIS looking flag on them. I was you're detained. You're detained
5: for what? Are you insane?
0: For the are you insane? Search. What search? Search? Search for what? Are you insane? Search. search. for what? Why are you touching him? What are you doing? What are detained. searching Which member You're lying.
5: You're lying. I'm not. You're lying. You're all detained. Yes. For the purposes of a search. Okay. Under section 4. of a terrorism act.
6: You're lying now. only
4: English white person who's a non-Muslim was part of our group. But because he's white and he's English, he can go. But all of us that were just praying, we have to stay. This is the reality. <laughs> this,
2: this is
6: the reality. This is
4: the reality. Don't forget all the laws and all this. This is the reality.
1: There's no reason for us to be this happen. There's no evidence. We were just praying. We can't pray as well. Do you know what's funny. What's I'm gonna now start what's searching. Don't you Don't touch be me, for the person. Me. Search.
0: Don't touch me. All right. That of course was from jihadis next door. I mean seriously. This is this runs for a, f- a full year. And this guy is out there. What is he doing? Let's see. His name is OBS, one of the London Bridge attackers. And you can see him at an event in London's Regent's Park under the black flag of the Islamic State, saying that Sharia is coming to the U.K. This black flag that you see here one day is going to be on 10 Downing Street. He tells the audience, a cleric tells the audience, what's going to happen? You're going to face a backlash in this country And if you're going to suppress, and suppress I mean, it's like a tinderbox, it's going to explode. So now we're finding how is it possible that this individual was free to kill innocent people in London? I mean, with all the supporting, you know, jihadists, I mean, well known to the MI5 and the police. I mean, we know that he was out there for a year filming jihadis next door. I mean, this is insanity to me. We talk about surveillance. Well, I would got to imagine that the average ISIS sympathizer is not getting on a telephone and communicating via text, assuming that they're probably being watched. But this guy was out here in the open. Why do we even have an intelligence community to look for the really hard people to find if you can't even arrest this guy? and, And just other sad reports. How did he slip through, despite being probed by the police and and the intelligence services within Great Britain? Nigel Farage is with us, friend of the program. And, of course, Nigel was such an important uh, leader in the Brexit movement, and he's a European Parliament member. Um, I'm having you on way too often to say words I truly mean, and that my thoughts and prayers go out to your country and our friends and their families and those that were severely injured and those that were killed.
7: Well, the problem, Sean, is that it's happening too often, isn't it? I mean, this is now the third terrorist attack in the United Kingdom in the space of nine weeks. And yes, of course, we always say we're desperately sorry for the people, their families, their friends. Uh, What we're not hearing from our leaders is any explanation and have a man, as you've said already, appeared on a TV documentary under an ISIS flag, was free to walk the streets, that's point one. And point two, another of these three, barbarous, well, losers, as the Donald would call them, the third of them was on an Italian suspected terrorist list, and yet was able freely to come and live in the United Kingdom. And I have to say to all of those in liberal politics and media that think free movement of people in Europe is a good thing, I hope they all crawl away and hide and we don't hear from them ever again. After so
0: I, I so you have one guy that was known to Italian authorities. You have another guy that was on the Jihadis Next Door show, which as I understand it, apparently they filmed for a year. And what was yes. the second guy? How was he known?
7: The second guy wasn't known. Now given that we have three to three and a half thousand on the you know absolute danger list. We have a further twenty thousand who we know to be associated with ISIS figures, the fact that the third guy wasn't known to anybody, actually, Sean, frightens me more than the other two. Because just how many are there living in our country? I don't know the answer well, to that. Well, maybe if we so had I'm- been
0: following the other two that we did know about, maybe we would have found the third, and, and maybe all of this could have been prevented. And I, I mean, this is what's so frustrating to me, is we are willing to compromise, I know, in an America. And by the way, I love our intelligence community. I'm, I'm critical of the deep state. I'm critical of... Those that have weaponized the intelligence agency, but I would argue that's, you know, 0.1% of those people that bravely do the good work in an evil world of intelligence gathering to keep Americans safe and our friends in Great Britain and around the world safe. But it's very, very frustrating if we're going to even compromise some privacy issues for Americans in the name of safety and then we have an open jihadist with a with an isis flag that we don't arrest there, there, there's no point fighting if we're that stupid
7: but this is not about the intelligence community the job you know the way that we work in the uk the job of the intelligence services is to gather information it is the job of the politicians and our leader leaders to decide how to act on that information and here is the point And this is what makes me so angry is that our leaders have not cracked down on any of this stuff for fear of giving offence, for fear of being thought perhaps to be racist or to be singling people out. We've effectively turned a blind eye to a massive growing problem. And I'm still, even though the general election is just two days away, all I'm getting is words. Nobody is telling me that we're going to stamp out the extremist preachers in our mosques. Nobody is telling me that we're going to absolutely make damn sure there's no jihadism in our prisons, in our schools. And, you know, when I campaigned about three years ago to say that anyone that went to Syria should not be allowed back into the country, I thought I'd won a victory when Prime Minister Cameron said they would put a new piece of legislation in. And yet, do you know what's happened? We've allowed back into Britain 400 people who fought in Syria, we've only stopped one. So what this comes down to is not a failure of intelligence; it is a failure and a lack of. I don't. I think you
0: misunderstand. I am only saying if you have somebody that is so outspoken in their support of ISIS and you don't arrest him. I mean, if you don't do the obvious, then there's no point in in even trying beyond that because you're basically letting known jihadists walk around free and sing the praises of ISIS. Let me ask you what's happening with Sadiq Khan. I mean, this is a guy, well, this is going to be our way of life, and, and, and London is so safe. Anyone that tells you otherwise is ridiculous, and Donald Trump has been critical of him, and he has a visit coming soon, and there's been, uh, I guess, an effort uh, that is now— afoot in Great Britain to stop our president from visiting, but the prime minister has said, uh, no, he will visit. Uh, what is going on with Sadiq Khan? Well,
7: about seven or eight months ago, uh, Sadiq Khan uh, made some comments where he said, after a European terrorist attack, you know, this will become part of our way of life. Uh, Donald Trump criticized him very severely. And then after the attack on Saturday, Sadiq Khan said, Nothing to worry about, guys. London is completely safe. Yet it's full now of police, you know, and armed officers on the streets. And Trump said, come on, get real. There's a problem here. Now, the response to this is they all say that Trump has behaved badly. He shouldn't have said these things. Even Prime Minister May has criticised him. And there are now calls to say that Trump should not visit the United Kingdom on his scheduled trip this October. It is completely ridiculous. How?
0: My up... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nigel. Um, It is ridiculous. How um, is this, in your estimation, how does this impact the elections on Thursday?
7: Well, I'm not sure that it does too much, because on the one hand, uh, the Prime Minister, Theresa May, was director – well, she was our home secretary, effectively, director of Homeland Security for six years. She completely and utterly failed in that job, but she's up against Jeremy Corbyn. Whose friends number the IRA, his buller, and Hamas. So I think we've got a very poor choice coming up on this. So would you predict
0: that May stays in power?
7: Yes, I do. I think May will win. Um, I don't think she's going to get the kind of landslide majority people thought previously, but I still think she will win relatively comfortably. Um, And I think her own party and I think commentators and critics such as me now will have to put maximum pressure on this prime minister to, to act, because otherwise, otherwise these terrorist attacks could just become part of our way of life. And we must not allow that to happen
0: which is what the mayor of london said which is insane and to say after people were slashed to death that london's safe no worries here is it true that police actually ran away as is reported well we have a problem
7: okay and it's this we i mean you will find this hard to believe i hope you're sitting down we we have 120,000 police officers in the united kingdom only 6,000 of them are trained to carry weapons so what happened at the weekend, uh, one police officer very bravely tried to take on the knife attackers using just a baton. It's madness. And I, I'm now calling for us to start training and arming our police officers and to use the That's... British Army, who were trained in firearms, and put them on the streets.
0: You, I, you probably don't know this about me, but I've been training in martial arts. I'm in my sixth year now. And one of the – it's an eclectic blend of arts and Krav Maga and Kempo and Jiu-Jitsu and boxing and, and a lot of different things. But one of the main main things we focus on is self-defense and blade training and firearm training. And one of the most difficult things to defend against is a blade. And I, and if yep. you don't have a weapon you're you you're, and you're not trained, you're dead. And even if you are trained, if this person is – is trained in the use of a blade, you're probably going to get cut up and killed.
7: We need a change of attitudes in the United Kingdom on this. Uh, You know, we urgently have to start training our police officers. That's insane. Had those police officers officers on the bridge had a pistol with them on Saturday night, they would have stopped those people being butchered in Borough Market. We have to get real and get real very quickly indeed.
0: All right, we'll continue more with Nigel Farage. We'll ask him what happened to Brexit in just a minute. (coughs) Continue on. Our friend Nigel Farage had to run. All right, let's hit our busy phones. In the meantime, many of you have been very patient. Uh, Susanna is in Pittsburgh, PA. Susanna, hi. How are you? Glad you called.
6: Hi, Sean. Well, I'm glad you were there. I just wanted to say I think you should rename your show to the Sean Sanity Show <laughs> or the Sanity with Hannity Show. Yeah. Because you're out there making sense of all the left lunacy. And I'm going to just give you a couple of uh, examples that have been making my eyes spin in my head. First of all, we have uh, Mayor Sadiq Khan of London, and he has three terror attacks within three months. And then he gets on and says that he's the safest city, perhaps in the entire world. Then you have Hillary at a commencement speech, talking to the uh, commencement crowd, saying, beware when you get out there because there's fake news. And she's the one, her party's the one, her mainstream media is the one that's producing it. So then you have these college robots, the black block bullies, and they're burning down cities, they're warring against unarmed citizens, and they're screaming Antifa, Antifa, against fascism, and it's the very thing they're doing. I'm telling you, Sean, it's like everyone is living up is down, down is up, right is wrong, evil is well, good. And, and you're making sense of it, so I say go Hannity for Sanity or the Sean Sanity show, whatever you want to do, but you're out there.
0: Look, I, I appreciate that you see what we're doing here. And we definitely, we, we forge our own path. We're not the sheep in the media that just echo their same little talking points and and retweet mm-hmm. each other in their little, you know, cabal on Twitter that they think they're so cute and so smart and everybody else that doesn't agree with them is out of the club, which I am proudly out of. Um, oh look, we, we have done this on many, many issues. We have done this in in terms of vetting Obama. We've done this in terms of telling you the failure of Obama's policies. We've done this, you know, numerous times in my career. I've been out here all alone and thinking Trump could win when everybody else thought, ha, 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 no way can he win. And it's what we do, and we do it proudly, and, yeah, we're under a lot of fire because of it, and your love, help, and support goes a long way to keeping this different voice on the air. And, listen, I acknowledge we're different. We're not the mainstream media, and they hate us, and they hate that we call them out, too. But, uh, Susanna, thank you. Your support means more than you know. All right, Joe in Connecticut. Joe, hi. How are you? We're glad you called, too. Hey, how are you doing, Sean? I'm good, sir.
4: Uh, hey, I just there was a, a calling about, I guess you had mentioned yesterday about that a
7: staged uh, protest uh, by CNN. I mean, uh, I guess it just got, got me thinking it's good. By the way, did you just, All
0: stage, right, ladies you know, and pla- gentlemen, places, 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 now, pla- okay, no, 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 hold your placards here. Hold your here All right, places, places, places. Okay, everybody ready, okay? Children in I mean, place. No movement. All right, fake news. Three, two, one, action. That's what they did. I mean,
7: it's a good thing they didn't stage a spontaneous Muslim protest at an embassy, given what happened last time they had a spontaneous protest there. I mean, it's this is ridiculous, Sean. I mean, it, it just seems like up is down, down is up. I mean, where's the sympathy for any of the victims here? I mean, it's, you know... Please tell me somebody cares out there, Sean, because all this stuff is just getting me down. You know what? They, you know?
0: No, don't let, listen, let not your heart be troubled. I know these are difficult, hard times. I know that there's a whole group of people that are trying to take this election victory away from those of us that fought hard. But you cannot give up this fight. We cannot let you get down. You've got to just stay in it. I, listen, I'm taking more heat than I've ever taken in my life. Just just hang in there, And as I am, and as this audience is, and I just I have a strong belief that, things this didn't happen by accident and that we'll we'll see our way through this life is not you know sunshine rainbows and cotton candy every day life is very hard and very difficult it doesn't matter who you are life is going to knock you down and as rocky said to his son you know it's not how hard you get hit it's whether you get knocked down and you get your ass up we're getting our ass up we'll continue or no adults dress up for halloween they don't do that in nebraska
4: it's frowned upon yeah, we don't do that quite as much. but Wow. Um, i have got to get to
0: Nebraska more.
4: I, <laughs> you're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. <laughs> work in the fields? That's part of that. <laughs> Senator. I'm a house
0: <laughs> No, it's, it's a job. <laughs>
5: Apparently, the president gets two
1: scoops. You know, everyone around uh, around the table gets one. Uh, No word if there were sprinkles. At the dessert course, he gets two scoops of vanilla ice cream with his chocolate cream pie instead of the single scoop for everyone else. I would be remiss if I did not ask you both about the (laughs) hand swat
5: seen around the world. Uh, A case of chivalry. Orophobia, a phobia a theory about why president trump grabbed the british prime minister's hand now getting the thumbs down cnn's genie explains all this whether it
1: be yes, not shaking the german chancellor's hand or clutching the hand of britain's prime minister president trump's hands seem to end up in headlines for instance the bbc headline donald trump is scared of stairs Scarecase chortled one British paper back when President Trump took Prime Minister May's hand as they navigated a ramp at the White House. Seems British government sources told the British press that President Trump held May's hand because he has bathmophobia, a fear of ramps and stairs. Really watching his step coming down the stairs of the Capitol, even while climbing just a couple of steps at the White House. Coming off his plane, eyes on his feet, clutching the railing. When asked if the president has fear of stairs, a White House spokesperson said, No offense, but this is an absurd question.
3: This is CNN.
0: Yes, this is it. two scoops instead of one scoop. The president cheating everybody else about two scoops. Breaking news now. And does the president fear stairs, going upstairs, even though he's had his own plane for years, and I assume he climbed the stairs every time he got on it. Uh, does he have a fear of that? Is he mentally competent? And then my favorite, of course, is, well, all right, places, everybody, places, places, places. please. Let's go, let's go, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's get your places. Yes, you young children, don't move right there. Don't move. That's your X spot right there. And then what at... No, 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 no. You must hold the placards at a higher level so it will be seen on CNN. This is CNN. All right. Ready? Fake news. All right. Hold your places. Begins. Fake news begins in three, two, one. Action. Wow. And, of course, you have the insanity of... Black helicopter, tinfoil hack conspiracy theories, 24-7, cable news everywhere except Fox. Anyway, joining us now to discuss and debate is Jeffrey Lord, former associate political director in the Reagan administration, author of the book What America Needs, The Case for Trump, Dr. Wendy... Uh, Cepho is uh, with us, professor of education, John Hopkins University. And by the way, Jeff, I'm not picking on where you work. I know that you're the sole voice of sanity. <laughs> that <would be> helpful. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I think they do in every Jeffrey Lord segment. There's 20 liberals to him, and and Jeff literally gets out two words. And then the, then you get the the Anderson Cooper treatment about you know rolling eyes and taking dumps on the president's desk or whatever and, he said. And you
4: know where I learned my debating skills on the <laughs> Hannity show, right? <laughs> um, well, I mean, can I ask you, Wendy? I, I, I have to tell you, yeah. I, I really, I mean, I've always been around this kind of thing my entire life, right? And. And I love
0: it. I mean, I was on the. Division. Why do I feel I bad feel- for you, though? I'm, I, I've watched you on the shows, and I, you know, especially during the election, I'd be like, I even would text you in the middle of a segment. <laughs> yes, you would. Uh, I'm like, oh my god, how do you deal with these idiots? Yeah. And well, I, the thing,
4: is, the thing is, Sean, I, I really do, just in a general way, believe that all of this is is part of the dem- democratic small D process, and. Particularly for people in my position as this has evolved, where i 'm a supporter of the presidents, and so many of these folks are not, <clears throat> people like me have to be able to go there and have these conversations and hold up our end of the bargain and and meet meet the challenge as it were and I have to say they have always been uh, i mean I, I get comments all the time, not just from folks like you in the media but I get them from regular folks who now recognize me and stop me and talk about... Listen, you know, you're, you're at every
0: big insane CNN moment. Whitelash, you're right in the middle of all of this. I'm thinking, oh, my <laughs> yes.
4: gosh. Yes, exactly. But no. I'm, I have to say, CNN has been terrific with me. I mean, I'm never...
0: Of course, ever... you're, it's 20 to 1. How could they not be terrific with you? I mean, even <laughs> the so-called other conservatives that work there hated Trump. It was unbelievable. You know, it'd be... it's, it's been... It's been an
4: an interesting experience, and by now we're you know we're really settled into the routine. I was on last night, and and we got into an interesting discussion about uh, security and the mayor of London and all of this sort of thing. And what they were trying to get me to say, which I did say, which I think surprised them, is that well, what if the British Prime Minister had said something to Mayor Giuliani after nine eleven, and and was Mayor Giuliani responsible? And I said, look, look, if you're a mayor, a governor the president, just shocked, I guess. I said, you, you're responsible for what happens. And I said, I don't think there's a day that Rudy Giuliani or George W. Bush don't have this thought through their going through their head. If I'd known this, what would I have done differently? And now, all these years later, that is the question everybody has to ask, which is why the president has been tweeting there, the, the, the mayor of London. And you know, Sean, the thing that just blew my mind today, here is this, Terrorist attack, seven people dead, 48 wounded, and one of these guys was in a documentary about terrorists living in London, uh, which I watched last night on the way home. And who does the mayor of London want to keep out of Britain? The president of the United oh, States.
0: Oh no! It's, and by the way, you got you know the jihadi reality show, the jihadi's next door. All right, let me let me bring into this discussion, uh, Doctor Acefo. Uh, How are you?
5: I'm well. I'm well.
0: So let, let me ask you this question: Do you really think two scoops of ice cream and hand phobias and and the president fearing stares and and conspiracy theories when we have no evidence of any Russian collusion with the t- Trump campaign? Is this something you're buying into?
5: No, I'm not I'm not buying into this because at the end of the day, our country has bigger fish to fry. So I think all of that is just in jest, right? But I think that... In the you, wait, wait, you think,
0: you think it's in jest? The left? Absolutely. You, the left trying to take down a president. You, I don't see anything funny about it. You, do you think it's funny what Kathy Griffin did?
5: No, I do not think it's funny what Kathy Griffin did. You think, I think that what she did was absolutely beyond reproach. Like, it was you know. disgusting, to say
0: the least. Jeff, how does somebody like Bill Maher, he's back on the air Friday. There's no Soros-Clinton-funded, supported group that is out there demanding his firing, the same yeah. with Colbert, and the same, you know, frankly, I, with all I, these liberals on, on cable show, TV. And,
4: and, Sean, I, I mean, as, as you know, I, I listen to you every day, and, and you and I are exactly on the same page here. I mean, I... I I just I I think what he said was appalling. He's not the first to say something appalling, but it is it is a, a, apparent to me. I mean, you just you just don't throw people off the air for this kind of thing. He's got a First Amendment right to free speech, and whether it's Bill Maher or well, I mean, God forbid if you said said something like that on the air these people would be coming for you in a... But Jeffrey,
5: that's the issue. The issue is what you're saying, and, and that is my buzzword right there, is that this is not a political issue. What Bill Maher did is not good. But that has nothing to do with liberals and nothing to do with conservatives. So when we try to frame the issue to say if Sean would have said it, we would be coming for Sean. That's absolutely incorrect. If anyone would have said it, and I'm saying this as a black woman, if anyone would have said that term, we need to come at them with the same force, whether they're conservative or liberal. It's not a political issue. And I take offense to that. It has nothing to do with conservatives or liberals. It's an issue that has roots and tentacles in the African-American community, and it needs to be addressed. It's not political.
4: I mean, I don't don't think for a second that you don't pay the consequences for what you say on the air, but there is a difference between people choosing not to watch you and saying, we're going to force so-and-so off the air. That's where I draw the line. That's wrong. The only way, and Sean knows this better than anybody, the only way you don't get to keep your show, or should be, it's because you don't have the ratings. That's
0: it. Well, it should be that way, but it's not that way. Because that's not true. That's yeah, right. That's true. It isn't. It isn't true. And by the problem. way, I don't know conservatives until Melanie Morgan and Brian Maloney started their fight fire with fire campaign and stopped the scalpings. And they said, fine, if this is the way it's going to be, this won't be a boycott, but we'll do the same thing you guys do to liber- uh, to conservatives. We'll list your advertisers. We'll list the stupid stuff you people say on the left and in uh, here. It's out there for all the public to see. Now, I'd rather not. I, I mean, it's to me, it's a necessary evil, but it's caused by the left because of their out there scalp hunting every day. Any conservative, just like they monitor every second of every day every conservative is on radio or on Fox
5: that's not true I completely excuse me
0: You, you don't know what you're talking about because there are people paid to monitor my radio show three hours every day there are people paid to monitor every hour I do on TV and there are people that watch for any little word or phrase, and even if they have to make it up, they'll make it up, to attack me, and now they want to attack my advertisers. So I know the reality, and you obviously don't know about it.
5: I do know about it, Sean, but what I'm saying is that it's not... I think that this conversation, when it comes to saying who attacks who, oftentimes, and this is not to you, Sean, but let's use our president as an example, no one has to be paid to attack him because he is his own worst enemy, Right. So that is an issue in and of okay, itself. Okay,
0: when the media is reporting on how many scoops of ice cream, when a deep state intelligence is leaking on the president, when for literally almost a year now a conspiracy theory is advanced, when ev- even major Democrats and every top intelligence agent that has spoken publicly on has said there's no evidence of collusion. I'm open to it, but there's been none, and you get thousands of hours of coverage. You don't see anything abusively unfair and biased about that? No, I don't see anything abusively unfair or biased
5: about that. I think our president is his own worst enemy. And for him, himself, retweets retweets conspiracy theorists himself sets himself up and as far as russia and collusion goes that that will be settled on thursday we're going to hear what comey has to say but the president
0: Oh, is okay well let me tell you what comey said back in may comey said in may nobody's ever tried to obstruct justice in all the years he's been at the fbi the meeting with with uh with trump took place in january his memo was written in january Now, there's a law, 18 U.S.C., number four, uh, our code that says it's a felony if somebody tries to obstruct justice. Uh, and you don't tell the Justice Department. Did you know that? Is, is Comey going to admit to a felony on Thursday? Oh, it'd be interesting to see if he does. He'll get off I like Hillary.
5: It'll be very interesting to see whether the president admits to the fact that he's having dinner tonight with Marco Rubio or Tom Cotton, who are the
0: same people. Oh, my God. Who are going to oh, my God. Trump he's Trump having Trump. dinner with somebody. All right, hang on. Oh, wait, I'm actually having dinner tonight at some point. And it's probably going to be by myself, but there will be a secret Russia narrative going on about that, too as we continue news roundup information overload then we'll get to your calls in the final half hour of the program today so much going on it's unbelievable Jeffrey Lord is with us and Dr. Wendy uh, Osefo um do you have any doubts that trying to take the president out? Because I have zero doubts, Jeffrey Lord.
4: No, I think that there is. I, Sean, I, I just think this is remarkable. I, I think what there's a, there's a terrific column uh, today in the Wall Street Journal by Bill McGurn, which talks about the elites and how they hate, and particularly liberals, and how they hate middle America. I really do think that's what's going on, and I think that, you know, in fact, what we've seen here is that when I went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner the other week and the black tie and all that, and meanwhile, the President was here at, at the Farm Show can Arena, I, where I there ask were... ask you a question?
0: Why people. would you ever go, I, I, in all my years on Fox, 22 years, I've never been to a White House Correspondents' Dinner, and I'm, pr- I know,
4: I'm proud I of it. I've been a couple times, and of course, CNN asked me to do it, and I, and, and I was their guest, and so I went, and I'd said yes long before the President... Announced his, his rally here. My point is that there were all these folks in the, and you understand exactly what I'm saying here. Here were all these folks, black tie and evening gown in the Washington Hilton, where the anti Trump sentiment was, was fairly vigorous. Meanwhile, I'm getting texts from a reporter for the Harrisburg Patriot News and Penn Live up here. She is interviewing people standing in line. There were t- like 10,000 people here. And these people are standing in line very patiently to get in, and she's texting me that they're more enthusiastic for him now than they were before the election. That's the divide. That is the divide right there. And you see this played out in all kinds of ways. Uh, including on CNN, and I think you, you're picking it up on Fox. It is everywhere. And so, yeah, I do think there are people out there that want to take him down. They can't stand him for reasons that some of which have nothing to do with him, but gets back to their contempt for their fellow Americans, the kind of people who were standing in line here in the farm show.
0: Yeah, and Wendy, what's your reaction to that?
5: I don't think that that's something that's completely analogous analogous to just Trump, right? At the end of the day, there were people trying to get Obama. There were people trying to get Clinton. There were people trying to get Bush. That is just uh the... the crux of the matter if you are in that position you have to know that you are a target so i don't think that trump has faced anything that any other president has not faced even when he made that comment that i am the president who is the most um hunted or people are trying to come for me i thought that that was really a slap in the face to president like john f kennedy who was killed at the end of the day this is the position, and this is part of the position. So, yes, there's people trying to get a Trump, but again, that's not something that's completely um, just indicative of Trump. That's something that comes with the post. All
0: right, we're going to leave it there. 800 941 Sean is a toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. Thank you both for being with us. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to hit the phones. 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza, you are listening to The Sean Hannity Show. Thank you so much for being with us.
3: This is CNN. Apparently, the president gets two scoops. You know, everyone around uh, around the table
5: gets one. Uh, No word if there were sprinkles.
1: At the dessert course, he gets two scoops of vanilla ice cream with his chocolate cream pie. Instead of the single scoop for everyone else. I would be remiss if I did not ask
5: you both about the hand swat seen around the world. Uh, A case of chivalry or a, phobia, a theory about why president trump grabbed the british prime minister's hand now getting the thumbs down cnn's genie most explains all
2: this
1: whether it be not shaking the german chancellor's hand or clutching the hand of britain's prime minister president trump's hands seem to end up in headlines for instance the bbc headline donald trump is scared of stairs Scarecase chortled one British paper back when President Trump took Prime Minister May's hand as they navigated a ramp at the White House. Seems British government sources told the British press that President Trump held May's hand because he has batmophobia, a fear of ramps and stairs. Really watching his step coming down the stairs of the Capitol, even while climbing just a couple of steps at the White House. Coming off his plane, eyes on his feet, clutching the railing... When asked if the president has fear of stairs, a White House spokesperson said, No offense,
0: but this is an absurd question.
3: This is CNN.
0: I you almost can't make it up. Anyway, glad you're with us twenty-four now till the top of the hour. We'll get to your phones here in a second. You can't believe this is the reporting. This is CNN. This is CNN. You know the power behind that voice? I've got headphones on and they're really loud. Just, wow, like it shakes your solar plexus. It just hits your inner core. Um, Two scoops, do they have sprinkles? I wonder if the president has a hand phobia. I wonder if the president has a fear of ramps. Meanwhile, let's forget the fact that he's been getting on and off his own plane for how many decades? Yeah, that looks like a real phobia getting on and off that plane because he doesn't want to fall down and get mocked for 400,000 days in a row. Uh, maybe being a little bit more cautious. This is really, and then, of course, we've got, take your places, everybody, places, places, you young children, get in the front, get get right there, so that you're right in front of the camera shot. You see this spot here? We're going to start here, and then we're going to line you up, and I want you all to, no, 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 you got to hold your sign, your placard a little higher so we can make it on TV, and we can see your face, too. We want to see your face and the placard. And then, okay, now everyone in their place, the children, children, please, please, God, calm down and breathe. Perfect. Now don't move. All right. Now ready? Okay, fake news begins in three, two, one, action, go. That's what you get from CNN. It's so funny. And that's nonsensical what they're saying about us. You can see the whole thing unfold right before your eyes and then you got oh of course the reporter that called the president a a pos a piece of sugar you know whatever same guy said the same thing about me i didn't know it until the daily caller article came out not that i remember anyway i mean i'm called a lot of things in life almost daily so it just kind of it kind of all gets lumped together in my head i love that the liberal media hates me I don't want to be liked by them. I don't want to be a part of their club. Sunshine, by the way, Linda's not here today, so Sunshine's filling in. How are you?
8: Oh, I'm really good. Yeah, I feel great today.
0: Why does this bother you all the time that I am under attack? Why do you get so upset by this? Because you really take it very personally, and I don't know why you get so upset. I try to tell you I'm fine. I try to reassure you, and that I'm I'm also fighting for all of us because they want to take down the whole operation it's an attack on me that ends up with me being fired means you get hurt too and I don't want that to ever happen
8: I get upset because 99% of the time I really love you and <laughs> I
0: well, think <laughs> well you're I filling in, you're filling in for Linda today I'm like let's go we got to move got to move got to move and you're not used to her pace you got to admit
8: everything she... was moving at a fabulous pace
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I and by the way, that's I wasn't even in the slightest bit annoyed. I sure. was not. I didn't yell at you. I didn't say. I'm like, let's go. Come on. That's all I said.
8: Let's go back to why this makes me so upset. Okay. It really let's go back does to that. make me upset because I wish people could see the person that you are, and a lot of them don't see that, and it just kind of devastates me that they're able to pick on you and try to destroy you. It really bothers me, and they don't realize what a good person you are and how much you do for other people and how much support you give people and how much encouragement you give people. And yeah, it annoys me and it bothers me.
0: You remind me of my niece, Cassie, who we both love dearly. I mean, you know my niece. And so all throughout all whatever the last two months of me being under the fire, you know, look, it's like my own children haven't known about a lot of this until recently. And I'm like, guys, I've been through this my whole life. I just keep it away from you. And you remind me of Cassian as much as she sends me hearts. And it's her way of saying, oh, my God, you must be devastated. And I'm not devastated, as you see me every day.
8: Today and- I want to send you that angry face emoji. But usually I would send you a heart.
0: All right. I, 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 it was All I said was just, come on, speed it up. That's all I said. I mean, Linda curses me out every day. I mean, I, I've got to get used to a different tone i guess when you're in that seat
8: i can curse at you if you want
4: i would love to see the emojis (laughs) linda
0: no there's no you guys hear it all she sits there cursing me out i mean it's hilarious that i let people same on tv by the way everyone on tv in the crew oh they have free reign just to beat up the host listen i here's what i don't ever want you to change because there is a a a genuine kindness sweetness gentleness to you that and you're fierce in your own way. I'm not I'm not dismissing that. But the way you love treat and the dogs that you're raising for for people service dogs and you know and when treat left, I mean, I tried to cheer you up. I mean you're crying, it upsets you that much. I don't ever lose that quality. I am not as nice as you. I will never be I am far more rooted I think in a in a world where I see danger and evil and, and I'm I'm just energized to, to fight for what's right.
8: I see plenty of that, but I also just recognize how blessed my life is, and I'm not going to get, you know, angry and upset about things that I know I can't change, but I'll try and change the things that I think I can.
0: It's hard looking at you when you give me the same eyes you gave Treat on the day that you had to hand Treat over to the service dog people because you had raised Treat for how many months? Six months? A year. Oh, my gosh, a full year. I even learned, ended up loving that. That dog was better than Moze or whatever the other one was.
8: Moats. Moats is a wonderful dog. Please stop
5: bashing okay. him.
0: Moats was the only puppy in life that I met that never had any energy or a desire to even move a leg. Moats sat and was perfectly content for you to bring Moats food all day and not move, not play, not jump, not not do tricks, nothing. And if like you made Moats get up, you're like, oh, really? You're going to make me get up.
8: So oh. moats moats made some puppies, and hopefully we're going to be watching one of them soon. His name is Vinny.
0: Are you going to take the puppy as a service dog?
8: Well, I might I might look after him for a little bit, but the funny part is I was out with Vinny and no, his really? family who was raising him at the time, and we went to a restaurant. You completely forgot the dog was there. He wow. was under the table. People after dinner, they see this dog come out. They're like, oh, my God, I had no idea a dog was under there because the dog is so lethargic. He just goes to sleep. And you, I forgot he was with me half the time.
0: Yeah, because Moe's never moved. And the reason I like Treat better is Treat is, is rowdy and rock and roll and fun and uh, absolutely disobeyed your every order. And it cracked me up. I love the rebellious uh, Treat over or, over the the, the half dead She's like dog. the
8: dog version of you.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I think that's probably why I like her so much. All right, let me get to the phones. All right, Julie is in beautiful—is it Naples, New York or Naples, Naples, New York? I didn't know there was a Naples, New York. How are you, Julie? Yes.
9: Yeah. Yep, I'm great. How are you? I'm um, good. Thank you. Um, yeah, Naples, New York, it's um, like southern Finger Lakes area. Well, you, I think you'd consider it like upstate right. New York.
0: Right. Understand it. well. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
9: So, anyway, I called. Oh, my gosh, I have so many things I want to say to you. But first and foremost, um, I just um, thank you so much for what you do. Um, and the reason I... One of the main reasons I called is because I don't, I don't do um, social media at all. And you were talking the other day about how much support you get on um, Facebook and Twitter and that, and I can't do that. So I'm like, I got to call and just tell him. And I'm so grateful to be able to do that.
0: Wow. And
9: and listening listening to your conversation just now, I felt like, it feels like family. (laughs) And um, she was, I don't remember her name. You were just talking. Oh, that's to her, but that's she was that's, saying,
0: that's sunshine. That's Lauren.
9: Oh, oh, that, Lauren. Oh, okay,
0: Lauren sorry. is not first of all Linda from New York who drinks coffee. That, that's the different one. <laughs> <You>
9: no.
3: <know. laughs>
9: well, she said something um, that I have to. I have to agree with. She said people don't know you. I don't know you, but I feel like I do. She said people don't know you and how much good you do, but not having. Any contact with you, I already know that, and just just by watching and listening to you, and uh, you are so amazing, well, and I'm so grateful for you. I,
0: I, and, this is very hard um, yeah. for me to listen to, and, and I'm, i uh, I got to tell you this, Julie, and I I actually have been very humbled in in ways, and I feel a, a greater obligation and also an energy that I've never had before to do better and better work if I can, and, and, and the audience did that for me. I know that having this microphone, and it's my 30th year, and I, and I didn't think I'd last five minutes, to be honest, and it just has been a, a blessing that I never dreamed of. But, and the same with TV. I, I'm fine. You know, but I honestly do look at people like Ethan and Lauren and Jason, and I love Jason. I mean, Jason gives me a hard time as much as Linda. And, but I, I feel an obligation to, to survive for them, too. And the same with people that support me on TV. But in in same, I I want to fight for our country. We we voted for something, and people are trying to steal it from us in many right. ways.
9: That's why I'm so appreciative of you, and you know, for all this.
0: Listen, I'm not perfect. Don't means. think. Uh, listen, I we've all no, sinned and no. fallen short. So you know, no. H- Hannity drops curse words, and and there's stuff that nobody uh, <laughs> knows how horrible I can be when I have who a doesn't? temper tantrum. I know who
9: doesn't right. Um, can I just say um, yeah. just one more thing? With, yes, ma'am. Uh, um, I – that gentleman you had on yesterday, um, he's – I can't remember his name. He's called before, and he, you call him your, um, your brother from another mother. Oh,
0: Tavares. Yeah, he's been he, giving me a hard time lately, except I yesterday. Love
9: him. I love him. I love listening to you when you talk with him. <laughs> he gives me and, a hard um, time.
0: He, love, he, but he yeah. was so nice yesterday, and I appreciated he's, it.
9: Yeah, well – Listen, you invited him to come to New York, and when he does, um, I want you and him um, to come over here for a barbecue and, um, and um, target shooting. And
0: All right. Uh, a- uh, you, you are going to be the impetus. I Look, I can't say thank you to every listener, okay? <laughs> I can't. I, I, well, I can say it on the air. But I also believe that sometimes you want to do something really nice for people who stood up for you. So I am putting together an event that I think is really cool to say thank you to everybody who stood up for me and everybody in this audience will have a chance to be at this event. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? Okay. But it's going to take me some time to put it together. So I I don't want to tease it any more than that. And I I hope you're one. You know what? Why don't you put her down? When we do this, Julie will be invited. Okay? Stay right there. All right. uh, Ross in Duluth, Minnesota. Ross, hey, how are you? We got a minute. It's all yours, sir. Hey, I'm very good, Sean. Thanks. It's
4: nice to talk to you. Uh, My comment, too, was on Tavarius yesterday. You know, the last few times you talked to him, I gave up on the guy, and I was really, really mad because you helped him out. And I thought after yesterday, you know, it's like uh, me and this whole
0: political thing, I got dared into listening to you and the great one and, Right now I can't leave it alone. It's kind of ruined my life, but... Um, How do you say, <laughs> I, Had it, I love you, but you ruined somewhere. my life. It, it gave a lot of hope to everybody yeah. that listens to your show. You know, that we can disagree, and it doesn't always have to be disagreeable, and, and I, I have no problems that Tavares, you know, holds me accountable and calls me out and gives me a hard time, and he loves every minute of it, and I, I know he does, and um, he's actually pretty good at it, to be honest, and, you know, I give him all the props in the world, and... I don't know. I got to tell you, I, um, I'm, I'm just very thankful that, you know, you learn a lot about people when you're under fire. And I've learned a lot about how great this audience is. I never did take it for granted, but I know it more deeply than ever. And number two, there have other, been other people in my life that have been great. And then a few people that kind of stab you in the back, but I don't care about them. All right. Don't forget, Hannity tonight, oh, we are going to break down... What the media is lying about all day. And this 25 year old anti Trump Bernie person that that just, why does this person even have access to top secret intelligence? And what the media is saying just isn't true. They don't read. It's like every day, every night, news you won't get elsewhere. All right, we have a great lineup. We have, oh, and the Blockbuster Shirker Report. Wow. We'll get back to that tonight. And then Laura Ingram and Sarah Carter and John Solomon and so much more. All right, Hannity, tonight, 10 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. All right, we got the best Hannity tonight. I am going to give you the real lowdown on this 25-year-old arrested and how the media has just distorted it and are lying to you. We'll also give you a preview of Comey. I told you he can't say anything against Trump because he's contradicting himself. All right, that's all coming up. 10 Eastern tonight, Hannity. We got John uh, Solomon and Sarah Carter. We also have Eric Trump tonight. We have Laura Ingram tonight. We have Mike Huckabee tonight and Lou Dobbs tonight. We can't have a better lineup. 10 Eastern, Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow tonight at 10. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal, pistol launcher, it is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. at HollywoodTakeover dot com slash Sean S E A N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well it can seem impossible. Health Lock can help. Health Lock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud.